want to bless you and embrace you. You gotta come to me, cause I don't chase you. But I suggest you choose me, but I won't make you. That's how you get your breakthrough. Cause I really needed it. Felt your present out that I'm finally obedient. Greetings again to everybody in much name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Greetings to you. This is a a wonderful day. Um, we just have some amazing things we want to talk about um, about the blessings of family and family blessings and the family life um, of a believer. Those who are walking in the way of God and walking in the mysteries of God and walking in the blessings of God and them understanding. Um, that there is a blessing upon them, and family has a blessing upon it. It is, it is a very beautiful affair to have family, and there is a principle of God concerning home and family and marriage um, that must be kept at all times, must be looked upon, and really must be, in its own kind of way, kept sacred. Um, and it must be kept in a place of understanding, consistently taught, um, so there could be some basic knowledge of understanding that marriage is powerful, wonderful, beautiful, and it's strong when you're with the right individual. <laughs> um, let's keep it sort of natural here. Amen. We have to learn how to keep our emotions fresh and keep the blessings of God fresh upon us as we look upon what he has for us. We get lost sometime in the day-to-day -day matters, whether you're married or intending to be married or looking at family structures. We get lost in all of the activities and, and all of the things going on, and we forget about the glue, um, the joy, the happiness, and the support and the encouragement that is necessary for all of us to survive in this thing. And we have to avoid the traps of... The elimination of joy, the traps of the elimination of of bonding, the traps of the elimination of family cohesion. There are traps that come with that. Um, but I want to um, let you know that um, in all of our lives, as we look at family, we look at the structure of where we're brought up and the paradigm pretty much that we were brought up on, um, Sometimes the structure was not always the best, but it was the best that could be given. And it still taught family. And I'm just thinking about how my engineer, he makes me laugh sometimes. When we say, I have something I, well, there were some things I can't agree upon and I can agree with you at. But while all of our family structures is about can you find a place to agree? Family and beautiful marriage and household and the collaboration between parents and the extended family and cousins and nieces and nephews and second and third cousins and uncles and aunts and grandparents and great-grandparents um, has everything to do with the bond and the exchange and the communication and what's given. And somebody's hand has to be extended during the time of hurt and pain that allows everybody to really bond together. Someone is there that God has planted um, that allows the bonding to be significant and to be powerful. Um, God, God is a designer, and that's what he does, and he builds, and that's what he did. He designed and he built the home base. Um, he built it through Adam and Eve, according to the scriptures. And when you look at it, 
He provided all that was needed and all they had to do was follow the structure. We're not going to get into the sin part. We just want you to know that you must find in God's word for family the plan and really the activation of that plan and the persistence of that plan. You must find it and start to realize once you find it that there are blessings and promises that are in family. And sometimes those promises and blessings are not taught and if we're realistic, if they're not passed from generation to generation, it'll get lost. It, it, it could have started strong. And um, mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and, 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 and the structure was great. You knew grandmama, you knew great grandmama, you knew, gra you know, aunties and uncles because we got together and when you would get, get together, the plan would be talked about. It would be followed because it was God's plan um, for a loving relationship that could stand the test of time. It was his plan. And as I look at even what was put together um, for this moment, we start looking at the plan of God is non-failing when it comes to a family that stays together, prays together, worships together, prays together. And all of these things, it brings success to that family for longevity and generation into generational blessings. And you have to look at it almost as in the sense of, was there success um, in the marriages that are around me? Is there success in the marriages that came before me? Was there a success in, in family planning uh, uh, before me? Was there a success in the element of how it's put together? Excuse my sinuses. Um, but um, I want you to be self-assured that there are solid principles in the word of God um, that deals with and are related to family and related to marriage um, that keeps us locked in together because there must be a success rate in order for there to be te te um, teaching of success. If there's not a success rate, there is nothing to teach. Um, you'll be talking from unfounded ground, which means it will carry no foundation, which will carry no generational promise. Generational promise comes with foundation, not just money. No, no, no. Just, uh, money does not guarantee you generational blessings. Um, you can hit the lottery and, and your family still be a mess because the teaching was not right. Uh, amen. And you start looking at that and start going, well, um, there is something inside of the promises of God and the principles of God concerning family and marriage that is very valuable because they make up God's basic guidelines in everything um, for the family, for the home, and the status of the home, and the gelling through Scripture to keep the home together. Amen. Um, the, the word of God is so clear that from the beginning of time, that was God's plan. God was plan with the unified element of the home, the unified element of family, and the pursuit of laying down the groundwork of it. And Mark, the 10th chapter, verse 6, start to put some things in place. But marriage is of one man and one woman. And that was his plan. Amen. And he demonstrated it in the first creation, but not just the first creation. He demonstrated it even up to this day because it's the only way. I don't care which way you substitute other things. Um, you can put in all the other areas, blended family and step families and all of that. At the end of the day, the intention of God was that man and woman would come together because that was the means of reproduction. That was the means of building the family. That was the means of the bloodline um, receiving continuated blessings over the course of time. 
And we have to take that time also to sit down with our children and teach them the creation of God, the plan of God, the principles of God for family, the principles of the unity of family, and teach that to our children, amen, to sort of counteract what the culture is trying to teach in the new type of family that does not require the basic element of creation. And we have to teach it that because now this new thing is allowing men to be with men, women to be with women, and it's allowing all manner of kind of, um, um, we can say, new paradigms of um, what is the structure of everything and who's at the top and who's at the bottom concerning the thought. But um, the Bible is clear concerning the arrangement that God intended. Hebrews, the 13th chapter and the fourth verse, sets a tone. It sets a tone of what is structure, what is the design of God, what is the purpose and what, how we should operate. And, and we forget that since marriage is sanctioned by God and since marriage is stamped by God, he stamped it in, in the reality of what is written. He said, he who finds a wife, he finds a good thing. And it's something about, um, it didn't say he that found a partner. It said he that found a wife working under the title of woman uh, in the preparation of all things and, and putting all things into that. Um, he that finds a wife, he finds favor. He finds favor of the Lord and favor of men. He that finds a wife and it's something when you start looking at it that the relationship that God approved was for man to find um, a wife, find a helpmate, and that and that individual, a, a man helps them with the things concerning the visions in the life that God has given unto that man. He without a vision, a man without a vision, a man, uh, he's going to perish. And it's something to understand that in the family structure family should have vision family should have cohesion of a vision and family should have really the principles of God's word to be sure that the structure of that family is continuing in a blessed form that be that allows you to see how God blesses because two heads are better than one um, and that console of two are better than one uh, and it is necessary to understand that in that measure of marriage and family, when all the minds come together, two or three gathering together in his name, he's in the midst, two or three, amen, putting enemies to flight, one, a thousand, two, ten thousand, whatever the terms is, he was saying, by the measure of the relationship, the devil has to flee. By the measure of family, more family together, the, more, the less that the enemy can get in and destroy the next generation. So we have to really consider, amen, um, who is approving that of us? Amen. And why is there such a high rate in our lives of the breaking up of marriages and of divorce? What is being said? Amen. That the structure of God is being eliminated by the culture of now. And really these cultural um Almost in the new term of um, humanistic teaching, it allows anything to go on and leave out the strength and the bond of marriage, the strength and the bond of relationship, the strength and the bond of the next generation. Family carries a just huge blessing 
And the church should be consistently teaching that there's a blessing in the unity of family. And it is a blessing to see um, young people who can witness and bring others to the element of Christ by the continuation of family. And when those without family join things, what are they looking for? I know I have some witnesses. When you see children on the street, what when they join a gang, what do they say the gang became? Their family. When they join a football team and they don't have a family, they go, what? My coach became my father. Uh, the, the, the football team became family. They, they join any activity. They said that the activity became family. So there is a blessing to family. There's a protection. There is a unity. There is a cohesion. There is a security. There is a secure bond. There is a secure measure. And what people forget is that it might sound it might sound narrow, but the principle of God's word for happiness and the welfare of every person's life and wholesomeness and fullness of their life and holisticness of their life comes from family. And that is an institution of God, family blessings and God's promises over our lives, God's potential of our lives, God's element over our lives, God's scrutiny over our lives. And the scrutiny we have toward one another says everything. I want to encourage you, amen, that you can seek God's approval um, for the extension of family. And when you have one, nurture them, bring them back together, um, pray over them, fast with them, teach them the principle of the bond of family um, without harshness, but with open discussion and truth, but without damaging words. And allow family to be the essence of what you grow with and what you stand with and what the power of God grant you and what you are able um, to receive from the Lord just because of that unity of he that finds a wife. So it's a family of favor. It's a family of grace. It's a family of mercy. It's a family of protection. It's a family of security. And all of these things come with an anointing. And it goes from generation to generation because that family can teach service. That family can teach God. It can teach salvation. It can teach the cross of Jesus. And it also can teach the, the ministry of reconciliation. I call you blessed today. Never forget, your family is a blessing. And all the blessings are the promises of God. The first institution of God in the garden was family. Stay with your family. Reach out to them. Keep family together. And may the grace of God rest, rule, and abide with you. Be blessed. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's on. I love you too much to forsake you. I want to bless you and embrace you. You gotta come to me cause I don't chase you. But I suggest you choose me, but I won't make you. That's how you get your rank. Ain't gonna lie, cause I really needed it. Felt your presence out that I'm finally obedient. Thank you for your love.